on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Leatherheads Fantasy Football Podcast. We are back after a um, a missed week last week, so hopefully you guys uh, you guys made it through the the week nine. Uh, but we're back with week ten. Uh, you know, week last week was it was just a crazy week uh, in general, and a lot of stuff going on. So you know, we we dropped the ball. Not gonna lie, we dropped the ball. Uh, that's on us. There's just no other. We don't make excuses here. We dropped the ball. It was on us. But we're back, and we're ready to get into week ten. So, with that being said, we're going to take some questions first. Right, Flo? You have questions for us right now. Yep. And then we're going to hop into our analysis. So, give us some questions, Flo. All right. So, this week we got three questions. Thanks, guys, again, you know, to hit us up on Instagram, uh, usually where you can place your questions. First question, Mr. Billy the Kid, would LeBron James be a top five fantasy tight end if he was on the Chiefs? He'd be the best tight end in the league. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is an interesting question because, like, his physique now, he would dominate at any position in the NFL. Just dying of a question. But is his physique when he's drafted, he was an, does he even make it this long? He was a, an elite wide receiver when he played football in high school. He was, like, you, literally I believe Mr. he was the number one wide receiver in the state of Ohio. Yeah, he was. So would in Ohio so when not he a was bad drafted hypothetically, <laughs> when he's drafted in the NFL, he's drafted as a wide receiver. Is he still a wide receiver with how he looks to, in today, like right current day? He'd probably move him to to tight end because I see him being like a Shannon Sharp type guy. I could see him be like Travis Kelsey, bro. He's light on his feet. I'm going to be bolder with both of you than both those picks, and I'm going to throw him either at quarterback or running back and just let him dominate everybody. <laughs> Honestly, he's got that type of athlete. He he wouldn't suck anywhere. Yeah. Oh, he might have him play both sides of the ball. You could play him know. at the end, and he'd be a little, like, miles. <laughs> that could be – oh, yeah. Or, like, a linebacker. Imagine a 6'8". What is he, 6'8"? 260 linebacker. Like 2% body fat. <laughs> Just think about it. He was the best wide receiver for his age group back then, and he could move quickly on a football field. It's not like, you know, he's just some big oaf. He can move. It's impressive. You guys ever I mean, see the... He still can move, too, which is kind of nuts. He can still move. You ever he's see like the 20, That was like 20 years ago we're talking about it, though. When you just said that, like, 20 years ago he could move. He, he can, can still move. move. Yeah. <laughs> he can move. We've seen it, too. There's footage of... Uh, Remember when the NBA had a lockdown and Durant and him, they played flag football? And, oh, yeah, they yeah, flag you remember you, that. It was, like, scary, some of the catches and, and routes he was oh, running. Even the little Slim but, Reaper KD. Yeah. He wasn't that bad. Yeah. yeah. I just think he's a little too too bad. He'd probably get clocked. Yeah. He yeah. might get rocked. Um, but good question. So, yeah, he'd probably be a Hall of Famer. He'd probably start over Kelsey Billy. Good question. Um, <laughs> next, Malak. Yeah, at 35, he could be. Malak, uh, safe to start Nick Chubb this weekend for his probable return. Abel, you've been the running back guy uh, pretty much all all season. What do you think? Who are the Browns playing again? Hold on, I have to double check. They are playing, I was just looking at they're playing Houston. Oh, yeah, you got to start him. That that defense is awful, especially that run, run defense. That is bad. Yeah. I mean, if he's ready, I mean, 
he's had a lot. Yeah, of I don't know. Life. I feel like I feel like not a lot of guys in the return. I mean, other than Christian McCaffrey, he's the only guy you can make an argument for. Have really like killed it in their first game back. Yeah, it's too bad McCaffrey's out again. Yeah, oh, great for me. I'm in a big week, big game this week. (laughs) Are you facing the McCaffrey own team? Yeah, dude, McCaffrey's a solid 25 points. Yeah, yeah. When you see, even though it's only been like three games, solid. When he's in the, when he's he's playing, he's he's two touchdowns and like so many. He's so good. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah, good question. So I uh, we'd say start Nick Chubb. I think that's kind of all agreement. If he's yeah. you know if he is healthy, if he's playing, you gotta start Nick Chubb. And then the last question on Snapchat actually, uh, Cam, thanks for the question. He he asked me about a trade. Um, it would be him trading away Mike Evans to get Zach Moss. It sounds crazy at first, but if you take a look at his roster, he he's Doing pretty good with wide receivers, um, but his running backs are thin. He's got Joshua Kelly, uh, Brita, and Brita. Who else does he got? Brita, and then Wilkins and uh, Gallman of the Giants on his bench, and Gaskin on the bench too, but he's on the IR. Jeez. And David Johnson. Ooh. So he's just his trying whole, to hit is his whole some bench made up of running backs. Who did he draft as the number one running back? He must have traded him. Who are his wide receivers? His wide receivers are Allen Robinson, Robbie Anderson, Mike Evans. It, it it's got to be a deep league. I See, I, I honestly, I think that's a, I think it's a good trade. Not gonna lie, because, well, I only say that because Mike Evans has kind of become just a touchdown dependent wideout. Yeah. Like like Brady, he's Brady just doesn't really throw him. To him as often as like or last year as like much as Jameis did you know so yeah. like Brady spreads it out he doesn't just have that one guy that he goes to every single play like he's not always looking for Evans so I don't hate it and but, Zach Moss is emerging as as the one I mean he, I think he's he could probably sneak in somebody maybe a little bit better maybe I was gonna say he could get a yeah. better I mean, but um, I don't know it kind of really sounds like he's struggling at the running the running back the running backs this. By this point in the season, is an awful place to be. Like, if you don't have somebody who's solid, like an yeah, Alvin Kamara, sure. James Robinson, like this, like maybe three guys you can trust that will get you fifteen points. Yeah. yeah, there's really there's really everybody else is you're just you're hoping and praying. Like James Connor, uh, he had a bad right. game last week, but I feel like For I'm blanking on oh yeah. da- Dalvin Cook. That's really what it runs down to. Yeah, I mean Dalvin Cook might. I mean, I think Kamara has been the best, but I think Dalvin Cook on the season has. He's right up there yeah, too. Right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. I was looking, Especially these last. Uh, two I was looking weeks, at his, his points in half PPR. He gets his lowest this season was sixteen, which is impressive. Yeah. So. So final, I mean, final answer for Karen. I, I think we all. We all think you could get something a little bit better. A little bit better. I, I think you should. He should definitely be shopping. Uh, my goodness. So his two wide would receivers shop. would be yeah, Robbie Anderson good... and Allen. Robinson, who does Robinson. who does flex be? Uh, well, who are his running backs? You know what I mean? Like he's he's his wideouts are solid. I mean, his starting lineup for this week is Goff, Kelly, uh, Britta, Robinson, Boyd, uh, Gasecki, Robbie Anderson at flex. Ooh, Steelers this, defense. This, this this might be a sixteen team league or something, man. <laughs> Jeez. I mean, don't sleep on Tyler Boyd though. 
He's been with Joe, Joe Burrow and then Robbie Anderson. He's been well, I mean, I'll say, well, I'll give you Robbie Anderson, but mm. the rest of them, like Allen Robinson, I like, but it's a tough situation. Yeah, I, I think if, if he, I like him shopping around with Evans, go around the league, see, you know, especially the teams that are, are pretty much given up or, or, you know, need a wide receiver. You might want to shop Evans around and try to get a, a better arm running back than Zach Moss. I mean, Zach Moss is going to be a pretty good player. I just, I'm worried about uh, the quarterback, uh, Josh. Josh Allen steals a lot of touchdowns from his guys, just the way Cam Newton does. Just, yeah. like Damian Harris would be a lot better player to pick, pick up if Cam Newton didn't steal all the one yard uh, first and goal touchdowns. Uh, but, you know, and there's Devin Singletary. He's always going to get his reps. It's a tough situation, but he definitely needs to get rid of one of his wide receivers for something good. Yeah, no, I agree. Uh, that's it for questions. Again, thanks, guys. You know where to find us. Hit us up all week throughout week 10. We got you covered. All right, and let's just let, – I say we just jump right into it now. Uh, let me kick it off with quarterbacks because I'm. this is going to be quick here. Um, we're at that point in the season right now where it's it's – you're not even – you're not shopping quarterbacks right now. You're, you're deciding whether to start quarterbacks um, and who you got and if – for most teams out there, you you have your one guy that you're probably starting every single week, unless there's a buy. Um, clearly, you know you're starting the you're starting the Russell Wilsons, you're starting the Murrays, you're starting Lamar. I, especially this week against Lamar, because just because every Patriots, everyone who's gone up against the Patriots, the quarterback wise has Performed. killed them. Yeah, yeah. everybody. So. And, and Lamar, he's it's I'm I'm projecting a thirty point week for Lamar, um because wow. it's either Lamar goes um for eighteen or he's going for thirty. He he's gotten twenty like two times this all year. I think he's gu- which is he's guaranteed to get twenty four plus because the Patriots run defense is garbage, like yeah. just trash. Like it, they have they usually play six or seven wide receivers slash DBs. I mean, your best bet, the best bet for the Patriots to win is to force him to throw the football, but they got some good running backs. They got a good offensive line. They're just going to run it down. The and, they, and they have Lamar, who's... Yeah, and Lamar's a, well, a much better passer this time, this time around. Yeah. I, so, clearly you're starting those guys. I agree. It, you, you're, I think Lamar, you know, he, there's been a lot of conversation about him and the whole Ravens team this year, this year but I think Lamar's a must-start uh, this week. And you probably have, already have been starting him. Oh, every week, but I don't, I don't think you should be worried if um if you have him. He's he's one of those guys where I think he's a must start this week. Um, but I do have some a few guys here that um if you had Big Ben, um, you could probably pick up this one guy, and I might be crazy for saying it because he's been pretty much awful all year. <laughs> However, who they're playing in their schedule going forward is Carson Wentz. I, he's been nothing great, but you got the Giants, you got Cleveland, you got Seattle, and then you got Green Bay for the next four weeks. And you don't know how long Big Ben's going to be out. And Carson Wentz is probably available in your league um, because he's just been trash, or he's on somebody's bench. Um, I, I don't hate picking up Carson Wentz because I think he's going to have a few. I don't, I'm not saying the Eagles are going to be good, but I'm saying Carson Wentz right. against these defenses. I mean. I think he's probably the most viable guy to pick up if he's available. Um, uh, and maybe Jared Goff. 
They're, oh yeah, I was going to say points, yeah. I was going to say Jared Goff for sure. Uh, yeah, Drew Locke, like he's playing the 28th ranked defense uh, against quarterbacks. Las Vegas, Nick Foles is playing the 24th ranked. These guys are all going to be available. Yeah, I, I see. I'm just I'm. I hate to say this to everyone who has, and I feel like most people don't have this, but <laughs> I feel like Chicago Bears quarterbacks, like you just got to be out on them. They're they're both terrible. I mean, Mitch Trubisky's awful, and he's probably not going to get the start, but there's a lot of talk about if they, the Chicago Bears might go back to Mitch Trubisky or stay with Nick Foles, and I just I think if you're a fantasy owner, you stay away from both of them. Yeah, just, I agree. I don't believe yeah. in either of them. I think uh, they've but lost yeah, Tua. Like the past three or four games, too, with Nick Foles making that switch. They just keep yeah. losing. So, I mean, that's really all I got for quarterbacks. I mean, like I said, we're getting closer to playoffs here. You guys probably are, are all, all already know who you're taking, who you're starting each week, uh, right. week in, week out. So, there's really no stressing when it comes to quarterback, unless you have Big Ben, because I think Big Ben has proved to be a starter over these past, like, three weeks he's been going off. So, if you're planning on starting Big Ben, maybe just go back to the guy you were playing over Big Ben before. But that's yeah. that's all I got. Yeah. I, I, I like it. Um, I liked everyone. Goff, Tua, uh, Wentz. And last guy I want to just throw in there is Derek Carr if he's open to and available. But uh, Abel, running backs, what do you got? It's a, it's a tough, tough area. I mean, we kind of touched on it earlier. There's not too many really good ones besides, like, your Kamara, Aaron Jones, uh, Davin Cook, James Conner. Even Derek Henry hasn't. Has been struggling in recent weeks. Got six points. Ah, better than actually, actually better. He had a bad week last week. That's really it. Twenty-one touches though, which is kind of ridiculous for him that bad to have a bad game with that many. But they were playing one of the best defenses in football. Got Mike Davis, hundred percent. Got to start him. If somebody released him, scoop him right up immediately. Yep. Because that he uh, no no McCaffrey, easy start. Uh. Guys that are available in free agency, J.D. McKissick, 100% got to start him. Him and, especially if you're in a PPR league, him and Antonio Gibson get share a lot of uh, snaps together. McKissick usually gets a ton of catches. He gets like six, seven catches a game, especially with uh, Tannehill. I mean, not Tannehill, sorry. Alex Smith is his quarterback. Loves the little, little check downs. Uh, yep. Another an, another questionable area is probably the Rams' backfield. You never really know who's gonna who's really gonna get a lot of touches. I still think Daryl Henderson's their guy. He's the best athlete out of all of them. The youngest, uh, not the youngest, but the the one who knows the offense, but is also on the younger side. Uh, Chase Edmonds had a rough week last week at twenty five carries and only seventy five yards, but I think he's he's due. Uh, whether Kenyon Drake plays or not. Edmund still really performs well. But, you know, I think a guy who might be a sleeper is uh, Devontae Freeman. But besides that, it's it's really a, a scarce market in the running back field. Yeah, injuries and COVID have, have kind of taken a hit on running backs. Yeah, the whole, I don't like it. I, whole, whole market's I don't flipped on its head. <laughs> you really, there's nothing like – there's no really value, guys, that you can that are always available on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, yeah, I like the list. Uh, moving on to wide receivers, I guess just starting off with two guys that, you know, both I was kind of looking at. Matt, I actually believe you had or you still have Chenault, uh, LaVisca Chenault of the Jags and Preston Williams of the Dolphins. They're both out. Um, 
some talent. I mean, I've, just, I've given up my fantasy team. It's over for me. So I've given up. I'm just yeah. out here giving fantasy advice yeah. that, oh, I, yeah. can, that for, I can't possibly do on my own team. <laughs> for those of you, we are now, what was it? I, I think I texted it yesterday. Uh, us three are a combined 7 and 20 yeah. in our fantasy league. Um, Again, I feel like this is just a direct cause of uh, people in our league actually listening to this podcast and just doing everything <laughs> we say. Yeah. <laughs> but... Um, we are actually all still in playoff contention, I believe. I, I mean, it's tough, but we'll see. But anyways, wide receivers. I don't, I, I'm at the point with the Jets where like, I don't even want to be in playoff contention. I, I want a good pick next year. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll talk about we, – we will talk about that a little later. But moving yeah. on to receivers, um, like I said, that those injuries, those guys are out. Um, some waiver wire guys, uh, I, you know, Jacoby Myers, I really like. He's kind of lit it up. 24 targets the past two weeks. That's the tie for the most in the NFL. We've we've kind of all talked about Tim Patrick being on kind of that bubble here and there. If you're if you're thin or you need you know a switch in the wide receiver um, group for this week, um, keep a look on look out for Alan Lazard. He's been on my IR for uh, most of the season. I he I don't know if he's due to return, but um, he should return soon. And he he could be a pretty productive guy with Aaron Rodgers. Um, either as the wide receiver two or three. Um, and then a guy that went off last week that I really like, Richie James. I picked up him in one league. I mean, you got Kittle and Debo who just can't stay on the field. Um, you know, so if you're, if you're really thin there, I do like all those guys. Um, must starts this week, Robert Woods, uh, Justin Jefferson, Marvin Jones. Um, who else? Um, I do like Curtis Samuel. As well, um, yeah. facing a tough, tough Bucks defense. I really think the Panthers are just a great fantasy football team. I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's kind of been playing out of his mind. Oh. Uh, I think he better than expected. Curtis Samuel is a pretty solid running back. Like they they put him out as a, like a flex player, good running back, good slot receiver. Teddy Bridgewater knows how to get the mm-hmm. balls to the wide receivers. Like the only guy who's like not having as good of a season a season is DJ Moore, but. The rest of the guys are all playing. Yeah. Well. Yep. Yep. And then uh, I do like Shepard this week in his matchup. Uh, Juju, I'd stay away from with no Big Ben. I really don't trust QB twos in the NFL after seeing guys like Andy Dalton just decimate. Not do good. At... Just like die. <laughs> yeah, die. <laughs> killed, killed a thousand yard season for every receiver. Yeah. Um. Uh, that pretty much sums up the wide receiver position. Uh, I guess one more guy, a little Bama shout-out. Jerry Judy seems like he's starting to find his trot stride. Um, I like him maybe long-term, but, but that's that's really it. That's wide receivers. Yeah, I don't, I don't hate any of them. Um, I, I do want to point out, though, um, Abel we just, was just mentioning Curtis Samuel. Uh, I did have him, and I dropped him. Um, oh. So I'm a little pissed about that <laughs> Nothing going right. <laughs> Nothing going right this year. Uh, my motto is, that, "Hey, if the Patriots are gonna if they're gonna stink, I'm gonna stink." Um, that's my motto. Yeah, might as well tank for Trevor. Um, exactly. <laughs> He's out of the question. So that's that's QBs, running backs, wide receivers. Uh, you know, we're not gonna focus on tight ends, uh, defenses today. We're gonna kind of keep it short for you guys. But uh, we just got some football talk and then a Bell's bets instead of the week. Um, as far as but, football talk, yeah, I mean, the, I think we, I think we should address because this happened yes, 
or yesterday, but two days ago when this podcast is going to be released, um, the NFL announced a schedule, potential schedule change for the playoffs. Um, so what happened and the story was that the NFL met um, NFL league offices. They met and they discussed, because I didn't even know this, apparently there's a huge spike right now in the NFL, which I just found out from reading that article right before we started here. Um, within the NFL for COVID cases around the league. It's not just in, like, one or two teams. So if there's any more canceled games, uh, and this is the part where I'm still a little not, like, getting it, um, but if there's canceled games, if they have to cancel games moving forward, they're not going to be able to reschedule them and push them anymore because it would start to impede with the playoffs. So what they're going to do is they're going to allow one team uh, on each uh, in each conference in the playoffs. Um, so I don't really understand that because usually as the season com- comes down closer to the end here, it would be division games or a long, like one or two division games left here, which is a little hard to tell right now because if you're in close divisions and you have, you're canceling multiple games, how does that has that work, which I'm still I don't really get right now. And the article that I just read doesn't really talk about that, but that's that's probably one of the bigger things right now going on in football. What do we think I, about that I, whole schedule? I generally don't like the plan because like that just means like we can just extend the play, extend the regular season a couple of weeks. You know, if the team has an extra week of bye, like you don't know have to jam everything in there. I I just don't understand. That. Yeah, I I kind of agree. I mean, I think you could push the playoffs. Yeah, I mean, like, you could move the playoffs, like, an extra week. They, like, you could give teams an extra week of rest. They, you could do that. They, are, they are literally have their back. They have as much time as they can. There is no – nobody pressuring them to, to hurry it up. There's nothing. There's extra weeks of football that you can add, more money for that. There is literally, like, a Super Bowl venue that they're not competing against. It's not like Raymond James Stadium is going to have a con- – they have a concert, like, playing yeah. that, that, that right. week. Like, there's nothing. You can't do anything. Uh, well, another thing, too, just since we're on top of the whole COVID things, um, New England, and I, I don't know about other teams, but New England officially announced that they're not having fans at all this season. And I w- I'm curious to see if um, stadiums are going to start, like, regressing back on allowing fans in the stadium. Because I feel like that's probably yeah. – I mean, obviously you can't control every player. Like, they're not in bubbles. But I feel like that probably has, like, a large part to do with it um, in yeah. the – Number of cases. Yeah. And cases just rising pretty much everywhere. You, I'd be shocked if more teams didn't follow that. I think the, yeah. I think teams should move to how many weeks is it now left in the NFL season? About six, seven. Seven as far as regular season. Seven as uh, in regular yeah. season. Yeah. There's about for most they teams went like an you extra have four or five. The NBA handled it. Uh, the NBA was like what twelve weeks, 13, 14 weeks. In the bubble, yeah, it was like they started in. Late January? Late July. Oh, yeah, July. And then they they ran through those games pretty quickly. They could easily tell the players, you got to stay at a hotel now. NBA players could do it. You guys got to do it. Yeah, that's true. There's really no difference in quarantining the players. Yeah. And then limited contact with their families after they test. You know what's a crazy possibility that I literally just thought of as you were saying that? What if, like, a team, like... During the playoffs, test positive. 
Well, that's what I was just about to say. If I'm a coach and an owner of a team that is playoff like caliber and maybe Super Bowl potential, like if I'm an Andy Reid or or you know an owner of the of the Steelers, I would I would start putting a strict policy on guys. You know, yeah, that, Big that Ben be Big Ben crazy. doesn't show up for a wild card game. That that's a lot different than missing yeah. a Week Ten game. I would get re- I would start to get it's really strict. Exactly why you got to get strict with these guys. Like these games matter. End of the season matters. These paychecks matter. Like the, these careers matter. You know, even if it's a COVID season, like Super Bowl well, championships, kind of still Super Bowl championship. And mean, yeah, it still means it still means something to the players. In regard, and honestly, it could be even harder. You could make the debate that this is like could be the hard, like one of the hardest Super Bowls to ever win because there's no fans. Right. Like what no does fans, home field? Yeah. What does home field really mean? Right. That's a good point. No fans, no, no. There was no preseason. There, yeah. It's a crazy season, so um, it'll be interesting to see. I mean, I think there's no way the NFL is stopping the season. I think they've kind of shown. Yeah, hey, no, there's no, there's no we're way we're gonna have a down. season. We're gonna have a Super yeah. Bowl. Um, so, it's just, yeah. it's crazy to think about that. One, this is like where we're at with sports. That that's wild to think about. But on top of it is that, like. How ill you can make the argument how ill prepared kind of the NFL was for things like this. Like it seems like they're just it just seems like the NFL is kind of just like going, like handling things like as they come instead of trying to put things in the way to prevent them from happening. That that's kind of how I'm getting like the vibe I'm getting is just because. And clearly, like I just said, no bubble plays a big part in it. However, I mean. I just feel like you could have done a bubble. You could have been way more stricter with the players. You could have not had fans, and I get it. You would have lost a ton of money. But if you really wanted the NFL season to happen, you really wanted to keep your TV rights, you really wanted all that all that stuff, you have to lose money somewhere. I mean, because at the end of the day, that's why the NBA did it. So their TV deals didn't get screwed. And that, that's all. And the NBA lost, I don't even know, they lost like $3 billion, I think, over the NBA season. But it's like... They also didn't have any problems. They had one problem, the Lou Williams thing. That was like the only issue in the yeah. NBA. Exactly. So, yeah, it'll, be, it'll be interesting to see, especially after the season, to really see some of the numbers as far as how much did they lose or or gain from you know just kind of not doing that. Because I know the bubble was kind of more so of the players actually not wanting to be in the bubble, if, yeah. I'm, if I'm right. Which, I mean, yeah, I, and it was the just, owners could have pushed are right. it more, it, it I was, it's it's just, I think if you're the owners and you're you're trying to take care of the whole league, and you're trying to make sure like you're keeping fans engaged, it's it's just a hard situation. But I think if you're the owners, you have to be more strict with the players because these are young twenty four, twenty five year olds that are getting a ton of money. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. It's just it's a hard situation. But I just think the NFL could have. And I'll st- I stand by that. I've been saying all year that the NFL could have yeah. put things in place to make sure things like this I think situations. The whole, the whole, every, the whole world is agreeing with you on that. Matt. They've had the longest amount of time. See, six months ago, yeah. it was smart. I mean, like, think about it. The NBA canceled their season, restarted it, and it went fine. Yeah. Granted, they lost a ton of fans and they lost a ton of money. But the, if you're talking about the season itself and they lost fans because of other reasons that didn't have to do with basketball, um, political reasons, but like. I mean, this. I mean, this, they still put a season on and had no problems. I mean, look at look at a state like Texas, already a million cases. Obviously, those two teams are out of contention, but you know, like 
Yeah. Hey, the Cowboys are still in contention. How <laughs> <laughs> scary of a thought is that? Don't take the Cowboys out. I mean, <laughs> the Cowboys are added contention. I Not wish Matt. we would just tank. I wish we would just tank. That's my next. Uh, next. Uh, Dude, you know what the crazy uh, thing is? You guys are still in position where like you could still tank. I mean, like, I think could. I think <laughs> getting that left tackle. Out of that. <laughs> you know what's crazy is that a team out of that division could be considered tanking. And still make the playoffs. Yeah. And get a home playoff game. <laughs> that is absurd. Yeah. And it'll, it'll be like a home playoff game against like a, a worthy team like the Seahawks or the Cardinals or the Rams. <laughs> right. They gotta, they, this, they're yeah. like, shit, we got to go on the road against these guys? Like, <laughs> like, they absolutely do not deserve it. No, they'll get wiped. No, they'll get wiped. That is, um, is kind of crazy, yeah. actually. I think we got, we got time for one more... Uh, Topic. Uh, I got a list here. I don't know if you guys want to. We could talk about the Jets and Trevor Lawrence's situation, or we could talk about Tua Herbert Burrow, kind of lighting up their rookie year. Um, or do you, you know, talking about the playoff picture. I mean, I'd I'd be down to talk about the tanking team situation right now, but I'd I also because like I feel like I feel like right. just the whole Herbert situation. Like I feel like Burrow's is. If we're talking rookie of the year, I think Burroughs is probably. No, I, I think, think Burroughs is solidifying it. I think Herbert's Herbert's the rookie of the year, man. He's putting up numbers. Wow. See, Herbert's playing good, but he's not winning. I I don't care. I mean, I literally don't care. I, is, a, what's Joe, what's the Cincinnati's record? Three. Burroughs only won one game, I think. Right? Yeah. They only won one. No, he they they're two and five. Yeah, two. Two five two, two five and a tie. Right, tied. And then. Herbert's only won one game. Two was two and zero. Yeah, it is wild. I mean, but I I don't know if he's going to be able to play enough to really get a rookie of the year. I don't think he's a factor in in which why they're doing this so well. I think, like you know, you know, I think the especially I think it's Brian Flores that whole system. Yeah, I think I think it's first off, it's that defense is playing pretty well. I think I think Tua long term is obviously the better answer, but I think Fitzpatrick would have won at least. The first game they played against the Rams, like they scored three defenses. But that car, yeah, I agree. But, but that the Cardinals, Cardinals game, oh yeah, he put he put the he put the moves on. You you saw that and you're like, Tua, if Tua can stay healthy, that's all. That's on. been his major problem. If yeah. he can stay healthy, yeah, he's an elite quarterback. Side note on that at, on the LO betting thing, the Penn State against Maryland, his brother, the the yeah. spread was plus twenty seven. And the money line was like plus fifteen hundred, and I was like, I like looked at it, I thought it was a joke, and then I kept going, and I don't know what I was thinking, but that might have been the easiest bet of all time. You should have any smart person would have thrown like thirty bucks on the the money line, fifty bucks on the money line, and then a hot two hundred, three hundred dollars on that plus twenty seven. They Penn State is low key fraudulent, and that's my only thing about <laughs> college football. Like I just saw that. No, I think and they're I, high key fraudulent. They're high key fraudulent. I mean, they lost to Indiana, and the other team beat Minnesota, and like. One has a really good quarterback, and one doesn't. That oh, we're talking strictly just football records. We're not talking scandals or anything like that in the past ten years. <laughs> but yeah, the the, the two, I mean, the Tango Tanga Vailoa boys are really good, really good at football. You did pretty good at that last name. I, I mean, I'm I'm here in Tuscaloosa. I still can't say that last name. I feel like they two Tanga Vailoa. Tanga Vailoa. Tanga Vailoa. Uh, it's just two. Think about is that? Yeah. Think about the class. It's two a time, baby. <laughs> yeah. But think about his brother. Uh, his brother's last name, uh, first name, is a little tough. Towie. It's like 
Yeah, I always joke. It's like too, too late. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I'm gonna stop embarrassing myself on live, <laughs> live. <laughs> All right. Anyways, let's, let's get into the taking now. Yeah, the Jets obviously clear path to number one. They they really control their own destiny. Um, you know, I got a question for you guys. If you're Trevor Lawrence, do you pull an Eli Manning and John Elway and go, "Hey, I'm you draft me. I'm not playing for you." Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> to the Jets? If, I think if, for his own good, I agree. Wait, wait. Depends. <laughs> depends. If Adam Gase is there, I absolutely want no business ever playing for the Jets. I'd rather not play football and tarnish my career. <laughs> but if Adam Gase isn't there, I mean, like, you got to give, like, you know, this, uh, any guy a solid, you know, a chance. Like, I, there's some good coaches out there. Yeah, that's true. You know, if they get, like. But I, I honestly, I think the whole Jets organization from top to bottom. Stu- it stinks. Just... Woody Johnson, Awful. the ownership. It's just, it yeah. starts with the ownership, too. Like, you know, I'd hate to play in New Jersey too, to be honest. Yeah, what you know what else is crazy is we were we were talking about this before and like I still can't get away from this thought that like I'm not even a hundred percent sold that the New York Jets would take Trevor Lawrence with the number one pick. I'm not even a hundred percent sold. I think that, that is the most Jets move that big you know, we believe in Sam Darnold. You know, we're gonna give him two more years. And if we're that bad, we'll take a QB two Dude, years. There's just now. there's no way yeah. there's no way they miss out on this guy. It's like a, what if they traded their pick? I maybe I mean that would be a smart move. But you could get three first round picks for it. Three first round picks a second, like a team, like if I was the Patriots, I'd tra- I trade everybody. Mm-hmm. You yeah. you know, I'll trade you. Who's a young guy that they could trade? Who the hell do the Patriots have to trade? Nobody. It's <laughs> like they have <laughs> JC Jackson, but he's he was burnt toast the other night. Oh my god, dude! He was not he had a great season. Let's not even get he it. had a great season, <laughs> and then he he decided to be burnt toast. <laughs> but he, you know he did he did save the game with the interception. But yeah, and it was just uh, you know what what is up with these quarterback. quarterbacks just throwing absolute ducks to the Patriots at the end of games? Like Drew Locke threw two picks, literally gifted the Patriots. Yeah, that is but, true. Oh my god, man, that was an unbelievable. But, um, but, but Jackson played great. Don't know, pick him up. Jackson played great yeah, against I, uh, Stephon Diggs. Like he played really well against him. Like he's been playing well all season. But that was a tough. Yeah. game. It's tough being a corner. Hunter can. Uh, you know how to know what it's like. Yeah, probably the toughest position in the NFL. Yeah, like if people see you screw up, they see you screw up, and if they. I mean, hold on. If we do, JC Jackson literally fell on his ass. Yeah, I'm saying like you know that it's, was it's, strictly just technique. I saw that. I, was, I mean. He, he literally didn't get burned. He literally just yeah, tripped but I'm, back. But down. I'm saying, like, in other weeks, he played well. You, like, let's say an offensive lineman plays 15 out of 16 great games. No one cares about the last game. They just know he's a great lineman. J.C. Jackson has one bad yeah. game. They're like, oh, you had one bad game. Against the Jets. Right. They did the same right. thing. Well, honestly, did he even have bad games? He had an interception. Yeah. He's had yeah, four, he's was four, it four or five straight games with an interception. And he, he shut down uh, Diggs. They, I mean, obviously, they ran well against us, but he played well. Yeah, well, we were talking about this before, and we're we're not gonna harp on the Patriots that long. But craziest thing about the Patriots and being a Patriots fan is that Hunter, before you dropped on or jumped on the call, the Patriots actually, we, we were talking about it, could have like three more wins, like actual three more wins. Where like they the Patriots just blew the game. Mm-hmm. If you think about it. the the Broncos well, they've game, they've been in close games. Yeah. The Seahawks game, and then the Bills. The Bills was the most yeah. likely to win and the most deserving game they should have won. The Broncos, yeah, the Broncos just like could not finish a touchdown. 
Obviously, it's a good thing for the Patriots' defense, but, like, come on. You're in that red zone six times. You can't tell me you That score. loss hurts because they should have. They should. I mean, they should have yeah. pulled that one I out. mean, I don't know what De- uh, Josh McDaniels is thinking about that offensive game plan. It was awful. And then I don't – if Jacoby Myers has been playing this well, like, in practice, I don't know why he hasn't been there the whole season. He, yeah. He's clearly I, I, the best guy. Even though he's not that fast, he's a smart wide receiver. That's literally what the Patriots uh, yeah. need. He's a quarterback – and a lot of these option routes, like he, he's just a really good wide receiver. He's exactly what Edelman is. Andre, he's also undrafted. I trust him a little bit. Yeah. Huh? He's also undrafted. Yeah, he's, uh, uh, no, I think he was a dr- Was he? No, he was undrafted. Myers is undrafted. Yeah. Wow. Both of them were. Him and Bird. Him, Bird, and um, uh, who's the other one? Forget the last one. Who's the third? Oh, there's a guy who they picked up off the. He's he's like this is the first year that he's, he's he hasn't gotten that many snaps but he's actually been like really effective when he when he does yeah I know he, he does he get snaps those, like, quick I forget his last name isn't it Johnson yeah I forget his I forget his last name I don't oh, know dude it's something it's like not yeah yeah but they the that's that's the craziest part is that there's of their receiving core Edelman and I I don't even know if Olszewski was drafted I honestly don't know oh, man I um, hate seeing him take kick returns. Yeah, it, dude, he he looks like he's gonna die every single time. I, he, he just, runs slow he just goes head first dude, into he, the first. He also yeah. he also just looks slow. Like like Cordell Patterson literally looked like he was like he was a freight train. Yeah, and then you just got this guy yeah. like running like a I don't know like he's gonna get knocked over. But uh, you guys want to do back th- to the Jets here? If the Jets don't take him, Jags are taking a quarterback. Oh, the Jags yeah, have man, to I'm take. Looking a at the draft. The draft order right now, the Jags are the only team. I mean, because after the Jags, you got Dallas, who doesn't need a QB. The Giants don't need a QB. Washington is questionable, but you just no. They need a QB. I would probably they, yeah. Aren't aren't in, I saw a report that they were weren't they taking offers for Haskins? I think they the were headline? hearing. Yeah, they were hearing. And then what's his name? Snaps his leg in half, and then yeah, they Alex had the, they had the other guy who snapped his leg future. like three years ago. <laughs> So, I think they they need a quarterback. I, I don't know. I, I think Trevor Lawrence goes to Jacksonville if I had the bet. Wow. Yeah. I, I don't. I honestly, if if I had to put money down, I don't think he goes to uh, the Jets. We will see. We'll discuss this more later. Yeah. I, I have yeah. a feeling. Well, we got a lot. We got a lot of time to talk about it at the, after the season ends too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. But um, um, should we go to, to weekly bets? About hit us with your bets. All right, well, this week I cut – dude, if the, you put this in a teaser, I actually really like these games too, you know, a, a six-point or seven-point teaser. The Chargers plus three – why did I take away oh. – I removed, like, the games, who they were playing, but I'll give you the rundown. Uh, Chargers plus three, uh, Seattle plus one, they're playing the the Rams. I like that. The Bucks minus five and a half. They are playing the Panthers. I like that. They're gonna bounce back. They're just not playing another bad yeah. game like that. No Hold on. That was yeah. Can we just talk on that real quick? That was awful. That was awesome. That was awesome because I had yeah. playing against Brady in fantasy and Antonio Brown and Rob Gronkowski, and it literally couldn't have scripted better. I had Brady and the Bucks defense. Oh, that was. I, I got give them a mulligan. <laughs> I give them a mulligan. Uh, Sean Payton's just had Bruce Arians' number. They they looked like they were. It looked like James Winston's team. Like, what's going on with the records? And who's first in that division? Uh, the the Saints, Saints are six and two. They've won both games, Bucks, so they they have the tiebreaker. It it yeah. the Saints most likely win that division. They they should have split the series here. 
six and three. You have to hope the Saints lose two games. I saw the schedule because they were talking about it, and they're not going to lose two more. They Tampa Bay is going to have to run the table while playing the Chiefs, and on the other end, uh, the Saints just have an easier schedule, and it just seems like they have a very they, easy they need them. I remember them talking about that. They need the Saints to lose two games, and the it's just impossible at this point, unless the Saints gotcha. really melt down. But if things are as its current trajectory, Saints win a handful of games, Bucks win a handful of games, you're not gonna get no. uh, get exactly that what you need to win the division. Yeah. Uh, All right, keep going. With your okay, uh, Jaguar uh, Jaguars plus thirteen and a half against the, uh, the Packers. I think the Packers are a little overrated. Little of, just in the just in the way that like they're gonna kill teams. I just like you know they the Forty Nine is just bad. Yeah. yeah, they're banged up. Banged up, like yeah, that's a well big coached team. Two, two, they're a very well coached team. Like, I mean, and and the Jags are just kind of they got a young quarterback. They're just kind of going out there playing their their hearts out, like you know, just they're doing whatever they can. I just don't think they're gonna lose by thirteen. Yeah. No. And the big, and the Packers have a tendency to just you know take it easy on certain games. They did it against the Vikings against bad teams. Yeah, they do. I like so. That. Yeah, I like, and then I like and then you have the teams. Eagles and the Jags. I mean the Eagles and the Giants over. And then you have the Packers and the Jaguars over at fifty because the Jaguars can score and the Giants can uh, the Eagles Giants forty four. I think it's enough for them to. Both teams have relatively okay offenses. I think forty four is is an easy number for them to reach. Okay, I like that. Yeah, I yeah. like those bets. All right, we will see. I was uh, doing you know a little bit of math, and I, I believe right now through week four we started this to now, you are fourteen and nine with your bets. Okay, not bad, not too shabby. You were actually doing a lot better as far as ratio wise, and, and, and until week seven kind of screwed you, screwed you up. Yeah, it did. Um, but not bad. Make some money. Listen to a bell. Last thing, stud of the weeks for week 10. Week 8 was the last time we did this. Abel had Mahomes. You got first place. Matt had Tannehill with second. And I was stupid enough to pick Carson Wentz. So right now our standings are Abel and me at 15. Matt with 12. It's anyone's game still. We got six, seven weeks left. Who do you guys got for week 10? Uh, Bell, you started off. Who do I got? Let's see. I like... I literally just have to list the quarterbacks. I got I got a random one. You know what? Before it loads, is it Jared Goff? Go on, Jared Goff. Playing the worst defense in football. Ah. Jared Goff. I hope you're right because I'm starting him this week. I think I think he'll beat out all your guys. That's what I'm feeling like this week. <laughs> uh, yeah, I like that pick, Matt. Yeah, see, I don't know. I'm torn here because I know I got. I, I know from the list, I have like a lot of big name guys, but this is like not that great of a week for some big name guys here. Yeah, I'm looking. I mean, I I I think my obvious pick should be Lamar Jackson, but I don't know if I could do that because I'm a Patriots fan. Yeah. I'm rooting for Lamar, <laughs> so I'm gonna do that. I'm not gonna pick Lamar strictly on moral uh, reasons. I'm thinking I'm gonna go with. Uh, Ah, damn, I, yeah, this is tough. I really don't know. I'm going to go with Drew Brees. Drew Brees? Yeah. He's a solid one. Let's get to San Francisco. Hunter, yeah. last one? Last one, I, I'm kind of going back and forth, but I think I'm going to kind of 
gonna use one of my big studs. I'm kind of running out of them, but I think I'm gonna pick Deshaun Watson this week versus Cleveland. Ooh, okay. All right. Don't hate that. I like that matchup. Like that matchup too. You know, you never know though. But, Brian's gonna have a really good defensive game, but yeah, yeah. It flips either um, way. He just always finds you know a way to awful. score. He finds he always finds a way to score points. Yeah, he'll get it done. Yeah, he'll get me a dub. <sighs> you know what's off right now is I'm I'm looking at um I'm looking at the Patriots schedule here. Uh, they have the Ravens, the Texans, the Cardinals. I haven't picked any three of those quarterbacks. I haven't picked Herbert. I haven't picked a single quarterback. That's awful. I have, I still could take Allen. I could still take Lamar, Deshaun, and Kyler, and Justin Herbert. And that's the Patriots playoff. All those guys coming up. So I got, yeah. I got to balance those out. I got to balance those out coming up here. Because I can't, yeah. I can't root for the other quarterback. So <laughs> I might have inadvertently screwed. I might have inadvertently screwed myself by. Saving all my big hitters for the end because the Patriots have the hardest schedule in football. I might have inadvertently screwed myself. Yeah, oh. we'll see. Yeah. We will well. see. All right. I think, I think that wraps it up. I think that wraps yeah. it up, yeah. Good luck to everyone this week. Unless you're facing us. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. And if, you're, if you're facing me, up. I hope you destroy me. If you're a playoff <laughs> team and you're, and you're playing me, I hope you destroy me. Um, I, I, I'm fielding offers for everyone, anyone on my team. I'm actually trying to build out the entire Patriots roster. So, Flo, if you want to send Cam my way, um, cause I just figured, you know, like, what's the point of being like half, half, you know, like half disappointed. Yeah. Like I just, if I'm going to be disappointed, I need to be fully let down and disappointed fantasy and everything. So, yeah, I mean, you know, Cam Newton for, uh, a Derrick Henry sounds pretty fair yeah. to me. Yeah. That's that's where I'm at right now in my life. Uh, no, <laughs> seriously, though, that's where I'm at. Patriots are still winning the Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. That's yeah. Chiefs. You heard it here. We will see. Yeah. All right. With that, we're out. We're outie. Later, Later fellas.